All right, what if there was someone who wanted to help you find a job? Choose Express Employment Professionals, and that is exactly what you're going to get. They can help you find work in any industry. With just one interview at Express, you have a connection to endless jobs. Whether you want a contract job, a new full-time role, or a summer job, choose Express Employment Professionals. Express has more than 860 locally owned locations and no fees for job seekers. Visit ExpressPros.com today to find a location near you. Summer is upon us, and whatever you have going on, a vacation, a staycation, a summer wedding, well, Macy's has you covered. If you need summer dresses, matching sets, volume sleeve tops, wedges, straw-crafted bags, I mean, really, they have what you need head to toe. I'm talking Levi's, Dolce Vita, Lacoste, and more. So shop summer must-haves at Macy's. Go to Macy's.com slash style. Again, that's Macy's.com slash style. Something I for sure love having in my home is super clean countertops. And I love when it smells good too. So you can bring the vacation vibes to your home with coconut scented Clorox Sentiva. It smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy with a refreshing scent that'll transform your space into a tropical island retreat and give you a powerful clean. No plane ticket required. Unleash your self-expression with the enchanting coconut fragrance of Clorox Sentiva. You can get yours at a nearby retail store, also available in grapefruit or lavender scents. This festival and concert season will be all about the boots, and Tacova's is your stop before attending your next concert. All Tacova's boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tacova's has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink, and shop new styles. If you can't make it to a store, well, just go to tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Life ain't always pretty, but hey, it's pretty beautiful, thing. Laugh a little more, thing. Tight, tighten up your core, thing. Said EK, you're kicking it with four things. With Amy Brown. Happy Thursday. My friend Leanne Ellington is joining me. Leanne's come on before to the Four Things Podcast, but she's also been on Outway, which Leanne, give a quick recap on all things Leanne and like what you do. Yeah. So I'm I'm Leanne Ellington and I am the creator of, of Stressless Eating. And it's a program. It's a way of thinking. It's a podcast where I help women and teens that really struggle with disordered eating and the self-image and body image that comes alongside it just really heal from the diet mentality by taking a, a you know a brain-based approach but also a self-image based approach so they can really just heal their relationship with food heal their relationship with their bodies but but do it now like learn it once have it forever so that they're not dealing with it the rest of their lives and it's just a product of my deepest struggles I lost close to 100 pounds over 10 years ago and gave myself disordered eating to do that so realizing that I still kind of had um, what I call my fat head the goggles of seeing myself as um, unbeautiful and and even fat after I lost all the weight, and those were the words I was using, obviously, but um, you know, realizing there's more to it than just losing weight. There's a whole brain and self-image side of it. So 
that's really why I do the work that I do. And that's kind of the nutshell version. Yeah. So she's come on the podcast before to talk about that. And even yes, our Outweigh podcast. But today we're not really going to get some of that might sneak into the conversation. We're going to do four totally random things. And Leanne's just joining me as a guest. Full disclosure, she was already at my house and I was recording something for her podcast, which the name of your podcast is Stressless Eating. There you go. If y'all want to check that out. And I was like, hey, I'm about to record something for four things. If you want to do the each thing with me. You know, I could do it by myself, but I'd rather have Leanne join me. So excited to have you here and especially all of her wisdom, especially when it does come to our brains and our thinking and our patterns and why we do maybe what we do. And I saw this survey where there's like over 60% of people are trying to break what they're calling quote unquote unhealthy pandemic habits. So I'm curious your thoughts on even calling it unhealthy pandemic habits. Because if it's something that we were using to get us through, I'll say it, unprecedented times, then is it unhealthy? Because in a way, wasn't it helping us? Yeah. I mean, the first thing that comes to mind with that is that what I'm noticing is that during the pandemic, a lot of people turned to or created new what I would call coping mechanisms. And coping mechanisms that what do they do? They help us cope, you know? So yes, it can serve us. It can help us cope with what we're dealing with. It, it you know, sometimes even, you know, numbing out and, and distracting and procrastinating and not thinking about things. It can be helpful for us in the moment. You know, I think the distinction happens is, you know, when are they no longer coping mechanisms and when have they turned into kind of a, a prison of some sort where we feel like we can't get out and it's no longer serving us. And that's even the bigger distinction. Like, is it serving us still or is it not? You know, is it moving us towards feeling happy and at peace and free and health, you know, or is it moving away? And and I think, you know, not every single day is going to be, you know, a happy-go-lucky, you know, roses and butterflies kind of day or not every day is going to lead us towards health. But um, part of it is we have to decide, like, is this coping mechanism running me or am I, am I running it? Do I own it or does it own me? And I think in some of those distinctions, that's where we can decide like, okay, and, and here's the thing. What is a habit? It's just something that we've actually practiced that's become habitual, right? But we can go unpractice something or practice something new. And so I think some of these discussions should be had before we go label something a bad habit. Or maybe it was just something that was a part of our life for a season in our life. Because when you talk about a bad habit, it kind of denotes like something we should be ashamed of or we did wrong or, you know, something air quotes bad. Well, you know? something that made the list for sure was poor eating habits. Yeah. And, you know, people had the whole or even online and media and print, like wherever you looked, you were seeing things about the, even if it was a meme, it was like the quarantine 15. Oh, and that was so frustrating to see. But we'll break that one down first. Like yeah. the poor eating habits. What if people yeah. were using that? Like what would be your advice to someone that's like, oh, I need to break this habit that came up during quarantine? Yeah. I mean, I think the first time with any habit change is like awareness. You know, first and foremost, just saying like identifying and accepting it. Like this is what happened. And I've ta I shared this before on four things, like the data versus the drama. You know, the data is I've been eating every day more than I normally would. You know, the drama is that's bad. That's wrong. I, I'm out of control. I need to get a hold of this. I'm I'm fat. I've gained 15 pounds, whatever. Right. So set, like kind of separating the data from the drama and then just taking ownership and just saying, you know what? I don't have to like what's been happening this past year, but as soon as I can stop shaming myself for it and just own it, the sooner I can actually transform it. So first up is like acceptance and awareness, right? And then in terms of breaking the bad habits, like 
in my opinion, behaviors always follow a belief, you know? So I, with my clients, always figure out, instead of going to the behavior itself, which nine times out of 10, we'll have to kind of like willpower our way through. It's like, what if we address the belief? And oftentimes they're not conscious. So for the overeating one during pandemic, one of the ones that's coming up a lot for my clients is they didn't even realize it, but they created a belief that, oh, if I feel X, so if I feel lonely, if I feel sad, if I'm scared, if I'm anxious, food will make me feel better right now. That was an unconscious belief that a lot of my clients created during the pandemic. The other one is like, oh, if I have nothing else to do, food is entertainment. Again, we're not consciously saying these things to ourselves, but if those are our beliefs, the behaviors are always going to follow, right? So instead of just trying to like white knuckle your way through it or get rid of sugar or abstain from gluten or whatever it is, like look at the belief that might've been created and then remind yourself of the truth. Like, actually, you know what? Food is not going to make me feel better right now. It's actually going to probably make me feel worse. And just reminding yourself of a new truth. So in terms of habits, there's always going to be like, are you looking to create a short-term new habit and break break a habit and create a short-term new one? Or are you looking for like the duration, like really eradicate a habit? And if that's the case and you want to go long-term, you've got to look at the beliefs in my opinion. No, I like that. But I do want to clarify too, or have you speak to this because I'm sure there's more to it of like that sometimes actually, yes, food can be what you need in the moment right. and it can make you feel better. Because I think sometimes we feel like there's um, emotional eating yeah. and we're led to believe that like, oh, that's bad. I shouldn't do that. Right. But sometimes it may be exactly what you need and it's okay to give yourself that permission to do it. That way you're not restricting yourself from right. it, which can cause a whole nother Absolutely. Yeah. Thing. So many distinctions in that too. You know, um, the first thing is this, is like the, the disclaimer that yeah, food is allowed to be pleasure. Like a lot of times that's taboo. Like no food is nutri nutrition only. It's like, no, you're allowed to have food for pleasure. So where does that come in in terms of, of utilizing it in that way in the moment? Well, there, the distinction is like, are you like responding or are you reacting, right? It's the difference between eating one cookie versus 12 cookies and it turning into a binge, right? It's the difference between it being really mindful and saying, you know what, I'm feeling X and this is going to bring me some joy right now. I'm going to really enjoy this cookie. I'm going to be present with it. I'm going to enjoy it. I'm going to savor it versus like the mindlessness, the numbing out, the distraction, the total comfort, which can be really mindless and unintentional. And that's what turns into a bin. So I think that's the big distinction there. Like, are you mindfully and intentionally choosing it or is it choosing you? And it's just totally like a mindless, hapless thing. I'm going to throw in some of the other unhealthy quote unquote habits that were on this list. And another one was too much screen time, yeah. which I think is another thing we can use to numb out. Absolutely. And you might need to evaluate. I'm sure certain shows and certain things were serving you to get through that time, but maybe you do need to evaluate how much time you've been on your phone or social media or watching Netflix or Hulu or in my yeah. case, 90210, and now Melrose Place. Yes. <laughs> like, the old, the original 90210? Oh, yeah. Okay, just making uh -huh. sure. The I went back and I did all of 90210, <laughs> and then now I'm working my way through oh, Melrose, and I didn't really stuff. watch Melrose at the time, but it is so dramatic. It's captivating. It is soap opera. <laughs> like, it's crazy. Yeah. It's so wild. But I mean, I'm, I'm committed. Right. Um, and, but sometimes I do have to check myself and be like, you know what? Should I be reading right now? Like, I should. Absolutely. I should like, but I am self-aware enough to know, but there might be times where I wasn't, maybe I was getting too much. And then we get used to that much screen time and then it right. piles on. Another one was sleeping patterns were all kinds of thrown off, but 
I like that you said awareness is key mm -hmm. in all of these things. And then how can you be proactive to kind of help move yourself in the direction that you want to go into? Yeah. And that could be one day at a time, one hour at a time, one, one episode at a time, <laughs> one episode yeah. at a time, whatever yeah. that looks like. Uh, the good news is that we've developed a lot of healthy pandemic habits. So I'll just, you know, in this thing with this, we now wash our hands more frequently. We're better connected with friends and family. We're staying home when we're sick and not trying to overdo it. We're like, okay, wow, I'm sick. I'm going to be here. Yeah, I guess that was the main one. And then, you know, we're wearing masks when sick to protect others. Yeah. Which yeah. that's something I never thought we would ever in our wildest dreams be doing. Absolutely. And honestly, I'll throw in a couple too. I think I've noticed there is a big rise in people going inward and, and focusing on their emotional health in a great way. I think that's one thing. Um, and also I'm noticing a lot of people are having awareness about like normalizing, like busy and hustle and overdoing it and not in, in 2020, like forced us to do that and it's coming back. But I feel like there's a lot more awareness of like, you know what? maybe slower is a little bit better. I, I'm noticing upticks in that too. I don't know if the, the data, they have data for that, but that's one of the things I'm noticing a lot as well. Oh yeah. I feel like we did go through a season of time, not quite sure how long it was, but that like you have to hustle, like especially as women, it's like you have to be the first one up. You have to be the last one to bed. And you, I kind of remember thinking like, I don't want to work right now and it's nighttime and I'm ready to shut it down and go to bed. But like, I guess I could stay up and work on this, but like, I don't want to. And part of me, I mean, I didn't, I went to bed, yeah. but I still felt guilty about it. Totally. And I'm so glad that that's gone now. I feel like we're still going to have it here and there, but now I'm like, you know what? Nope. I'm going to bed and sorry. Like if somebody else is judging me for that or they're up working right now, I can't do anything about it. Yeah. That's their choice. Absolutely. <laughs> right. Yeah. So yeah, just give yourself that permission. You're probably going to be able to show up better for people if you give yourself that break. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's okay to have dreams and want to chase after them, but at what cost? Exactly. Not at the expense of your happiness. Nope. All right. I want to tell you about something really awesome that Macy's is doing. It is currently Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month. And Macy's is highlighting some really cool AAPI-owned brands right now, online and in-store. For the entire month of May, you can join Macy's in supporting AAPI-owned fashion brands. Plus, you can help support college access and student success when you donate online or simply round up in-store to APIA scholars. Now, APIA is the nation's leading nonprofit organization devoted to the academic, personal, and professional success of Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students. And Macy's has made it super easy. You can just round up your purchase to the nearest dollar at checkout to support APIA Scholars, which is an educational nonprofit. Shop Asian American and Pacific Islander-owned brands at Macy's.com or in-store. Again, that's Macy's.com. You're going to be doing some shopping anyway. Why not round up and give back? That's Macy's.com or in-store. All right, so I've been saving on shopping this year by only buying new clothes when I've sold some clothes that I no longer wear. And what this has done is it's forced me to be super wise when I'm adding clothes back into my closet. I want to update my wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune, and that's where Quince comes into play. You can go see for yourself all the awesome stuff they have, especially for summer right now, like European linen dresses and blouses and shorts from $30, washable silk tops, 14-karat gold jewelry, so much more. And if you're like me, you're like, hmm, this just seems too good to be true. Well, what Quince does is they partner directly with top factories and they cut out the cost of the middleman and they pass the savings on to us 
So we are getting things for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. For example, I'm literally looking on their website right now at this open knit cover-up maxi dress that'll be great for the summer, 100% organic cotton, and it's $49.90. It could retail for $148, so that's 66% savings. And with warm weather here, you need to check out Quince. All you got to do is go to quince.com slash Amy for free shipping on your order and 365-day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash Amy. You're going to get free shipping. Again, 365-day returns. That's quince.com slash Amy. I don't want to waste my time taking vitamins that aren't really going to do much for me. Like, I want research. I want to know, like, hey, this is actually doing something for my body. And Ritual knows this. That's why they conducted the research. They've done clinical trials on their Essential for Women 18-plus multivitamin. The results? Well, it increased vitamin D levels by 43% and omega-3 DHA levels by 41% in just 12 weeks. And as a woman, I want healthy vitamin D levels and omega-3 levels. And all I got to do is take my Ritual Essential for Women 18 Plus Multivitamin every morning. I take them on an empty stomach, but sometimes if I forget, I may take them in the afternoon. It's really up to you when you want to take them. There's nine key nutrients in two delayed release capsules. And what the delay release capsules does for us is it optimizes our body's absorption of these nutrients. It's gentle on the empty stomach. Like I said, I can take it first thing in the morning and I'm totally fine. And with a minty essence in every bottle, it actually makes taking your vitamins enjoyable. No more shady business. Ritual is essential for women. 18 plus is a multivitamin that you can actually trust. Get 25% off your first month at ritual.com slash four things. Start Ritual or add Essential for Women 18 Plus to your subscription today. That's ritual.com slash four things for 25% off. Hey, it's Amy here to talk about the incredible work being done by St. Jude Children's Research Hospital and ask you today to join me in becoming a partner in hope. When you make a donation to St. Jude, you're helping an organization that has helped push the overall childhood cancer survival rate from 20% to more than 80%. And I can tell you from personal experience, that number and the hope that it brings is invaluable. What they are doing at St. Jude is making a huge difference. It is full of joy there, which a lot of families need at that time. They don't need to be worrying about travel, lodging, food. Everything is paid for at St. Jude so that families can focus on their child that has cancer. Your support means families never receive a bill from St. Jude. It's only $19 a month. And when you sign up, you'll get the new This Shirt Saves Lives shirt. Join me in helping St. Jude in the fight against childhood cancer. Become a partner in hope at musicgives.org. That's musicgives.org. Second thing. Okay, so Leanne, how old were you when you finally felt like an adult? Ooh, um, like yesterday? No. <laughs> um, you know, probably, honestly, it was after I closed my first business and and really stepped into like the what I'm doing now. So probably like around 30. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, good but, for you. But I know I'm on any given I, day, yeah. I'm like, I don't know. I think I want my mommy right now. So <laughs> yeah. So a poll was done and it found out that 7% of us don't feel like grownups at all, which I guess that's kind of you and me. That's around one in 14 people. That includes about 5% of people in their 30s and 40s. 
and people over 55 I believe that still it. are feeling like they're not really an adult. The most common age when we feel like adult is 18 because that's when by society standards, we can move out of our house, we can mm-hmm. vote and can't drink. But then you go up to the other ages, which are 21, 25, and then, you know, it goes on from there. But I saw a girl that I follow on Instagram put up one of those little question things in her stories. And she said, share something you've learned later in life that you should have known. And so many of them that she was posting, I could relate to. Like, did you know that that little on your car dash where the gas thing is, it has the little arrow and the arrow tells you what side of the car the gas tank is on. I know that now, but I found it out way too late in life. Right. You Why know, didn't we learn so that? So many hours spent <laughs> wasting, turning around and going to the other side of the gas tank. Yes. <laughs> Especially if you're in someone else's car yes. or you're in a rental or you're, yeah, you're borrowing something. Like I remember being like, I don't know. Or I drive my husband's truck and it was the opposite of mine. And I would be like, oh shoot, I don't know which side it's on. Yep. Well, if I just looked at the gas thing on the dash, it has a little arrow. So maybe somebody listening right now does not know that. Another thing that was shared was, do you know what the chance of rain percentage stands for? No. Like if there's a 40% chance of rain. 40% chance that your weather person has a 40% chance of being incorrect. Well, apparently it's that the percent chance of rain equates to the percent of the area that will get the rain, not the percentage that it will rain. And I feel like I've heard that at some point because it's kind of like if it's a hundred percent chance of rain, then like every part of your area is going to get rain. Yeah. But if there's only a 40% chance, then it might be just this little pocket of your area, 40% of it that might get the rain. Who would have known that? I know. Yeah. I don't know. If you're a meteorologist and you're listening right now and you're like, wait, that's not right. But I, I saw that and I, I double checked it, but who knows? It still sounds crazy, it but sounds I think right that's right. To me because yeah. I always feel like I reflect that the the prediction isn't accurate, but this makes it that's feel where a little were. bit more accurate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So another thing that I saw is that, do you know why it's called a freeway? I do not. Okay. Well, it's because you don't pay to drive on them like toll roads. Oh. Oh, it's a freeway okay. and then a toll road is a paid road. Okay. What? And then on a red solo cup, do you know what the lines are for? Are they some sort of measuring quantifiable? Yes. But I don't know what. If you got the red solo cup and you see the lines, there's a one ounce line for liquor. Okay. And then you go up and there's a five ounce line for wine. Wow. And then up at the top, there's a 12 ounce line for beer. Wow. All you people that are drinking wine in a solo cup, no shame. They, They put a line there for you. Red Solo cup. (laughs) (laughs) I fill you up. I mean, or you could, you know, put whatever in the cup that you want to. I think if you fill it all the way to the top, like, yeah, it could just be whatever you want it to be. But yeah, it's specifically so that way if you're pouring, you don't need a measuring cup situation. Do you have anything that come to mind? I know I just sprung this on you, but like you've had to do lately, not that you've learned or maybe just like where adulting becomes like really hard. Like for me, we still need to replace a part in our freezer. And like, I don't want to do it because that seems like a ridiculous expense to me. But it is keeping a lot of food frozen so that we can eat. And it's awesome. But like freezer parts, like a dishwasher part I need to fix. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to do it. New tires. Yeah. Those those adulting type things are right. very hard to like cut the check, even though you literally drive your car every day and you need tires. Absolutely. But buying new tires is so hard. Yeah, it's true. And these are the things that it's like, you know, over, over time, are you saving? Are you, are you spending too much? Even just like air conditioning temperatures and stuff like that. My boyfriend keeps his house like super frigid cold. 
Um, and if I'm like working there, I'll like just turn the temperature up while he's at work and I'm home all day and I'll turn it back down for when he comes back thinking like I'm appeasing me for, for nice temperatures. And then, you know, giving him cold temperatures when he comes back, but it actually like that is not a, a, a good use of air and energy, or I'll plug in like my little heater when it's freezing and that's driving up the bill too. So even Wait, like, why is Cause going... that was my defense. I'm like, I'm saving you money by turning off your air in the summertime, you know, or turning down your air or turning it up, you know? Um, oh, cause it's having to work harder since you're turning it up and it works hard. So intermittent. Oh. yeah. And I don't know if there's data for that, but that's, that's the theories that I was Googling around and Google, you know, Google's always right, apparently. Things like that. But I mean, if you, I'll, I'll probably think of things like when I'm driving home or in the shower, because that's where my ideas come. But I can't think of any that come to mind right now. But that gas tank one was the one that, I remember the day I learned that, it blew my mind. Yeah, no, I mean, <laughs> definitely tell that one at a party because yeah. there's definitely going to be, be people the- there that don't know. But then also just know that like, if you're younger listening to this and by younger, I mean younger than me. So I'm 40, wait, how old are you? I'm 38. 38. So I remember thinking in my twenties that by the time I'm 40, I'm going to have it all figured out and I'm going to be an adult. And as you can tell from the survey that I said at the beginning of this thing, it's fine. You don't ever have to have it all figured out and you're constantly going to be learning. And of course this list we went over is like silly stuff, but you're going to be learning really serious stuff too. Like there's stuff I've learned the past year in therapy that I'm like, oh my gosh, this would have been so powerful to know in my 20s. I just didn't have the access to it for whatever reason. You know, I didn't have those resources and now I do. So there is wisdom that comes and you, it's fine. But even with that wisdom, I still don't have it all figured out and I still don't want to be an adult at times. And yeah, especially the mom and the parenting thing, like you, you just figure it out. Friendships, you kind of think like, oh, I'm not going to have to deal with any drama or high school type stuff. Like once I'm older and I'm not saying that that's what I deal with a lot with friends, but some of it's in our own head of like, even how we're reacting or treating certain friends or different, just disconnects. Like you still have to work on relationships and it's like, yeah, it, it still comes up. Like you still, and not everything's just perfect because you're older and more mature. <laughs> Absolutely. That's saying new level, new devil. Like no matter how old you are, or how grown you become, like there's always going to be new obstacles that make you feel like you're a small child again. <laughs> Is that also kind of like similar to more money, more problems? <laughs> uh, I, it's a cousin of that. Yes. <laughs> Okay. I felt ridiculous how I just said that, but I was doing the song. I was saying more money, more problems, but the song is Mo Money. Yeah. Mo Problems. It's all about the Mo Money. Mm -hmm. I feel like maybe we should play a little bit of that for the young people that don't know or people that are like our age that it'll really take them back. Okay. So here's a little bit of Mo Money, Mo Problems. Notorious B.I.G. with Puffy and Mace, and Mace which yeah. at the time, was he Puffy or was he Puff Daddy? Or? I think he was Puff Daddy and then he transitioned to P. Diddy. Okay. Yeah. So somewhere in there. All right. Somewhere so here's a little bit of that. All right, I want to tell you about something really awesome that Macy's is doing. It is currently Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month. And Macy's is highlighting some really cool AAPI-owned brands right now, online and in store. For the entire month of May, 
you can join Macy's in supporting AAPI-owned fashion brands. Plus, you can help support college access and student success when you donate online or simply round up and store to APIA scholars. Now, APIA is the nation's leading nonprofit organization devoted to the academic, personal, and professional success of Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students. And Macy's has made it super easy. You can just round up your purchase to the nearest dollar at checkout to support APIA Scholars, which is an educational nonprofit. Shop Asian American and Pacific Islander-owned brands at Macy's.com or in-store. Again, that's Macy's.com. You're going to be doing some shopping anyway. Why not round up and give back? That's Macy's.com or in-store. All right, if you want to look cute and feel comfortable at the same time when you're, you know, at a festival or a concert because it's festival and concert season right now, it's got to be all about the boots. And Tacova's boots is where it's at. That is your stop before attending your next concert. I've loved my Tacovas anytime I wear them or I get a new pair. They feel comfortable on the first wear. I don't have to break them in. Tacovas has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. And all Tacovas boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition, which is super cool. They've got timeless styles that are always on trend. And really, you just got to stop by your local Tacova store, try them on for yourself, and see what I'm talking about. You can have a complimentary drink while you're there, shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and a friendly staff are at your service. Many stores have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized, which I love. And they've got regular live music and events. There's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it to a store, just visit tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Hey, it's Amy here to talk about the incredible work being done by St. Jude Children's Research Hospital and ask you today to join me in becoming a partner in hope. When you make a donation to St. Jude, you're helping an organization that has helped push the overall childhood cancer survival rate from 20% to more than 80%. And I can tell you from personal experience, that number and the hope that it brings is invaluable. What they are doing at St. Jude is making a huge difference. It is full of joy there, which a lot of families need at that time. They don't need to be worrying about travel, lodging, food. Everything is paid for at St. Jude so that families can focus on their child that has cancer. Your support means families never receive a bill from St. Jude. It's only $19 a month. And when you sign up, you'll get the new This Shirt Saves Lives shirt. Join me in helping St. Jude in the fight against childhood cancer. Become a partner in hope at musicgives.org. That's musicgives.org. A friend was over for dinner the other day and, you know, we were just making conversation around the table, asking questions. And this friend said to my daughter, like, hey, what's something that makes your mom happy? And her response without missing a beat was clean countertops. Wiping down the countertops is a simple way for me to reset, especially when the smell is just right. And by smell, I'm talking about coconut. Coconut scented Clorox Sentiva is my go-to. And I personally love that she answered that without hesitation. That means she knows me well, and that's really special. And of course, yeah, I do love clean countertops. I love wiping them down. I will always choose the smell of coconut over anything. I don't know what scent matches your vibe, but there's coconut, there's grapefruit, there's lavender, 
And again, for me, it's always going to be coconut. My kitchen smells like a little tropical vacation when I use it. And I love that with Clorox, I know I'm getting a really good clean as well. So it's a powerful clean and a refreshing scent. Clorox Sentiva cleans like Clorox and feels like confidence. You can get yours now at a retail store near you. Here we go. All right, I got a lot of surveys for you today, Leanne, and I saw a new poll where 69% of people say they always have snacks on them when they're anywhere, especially when they're on the go, but they always have snacks on hand. And it just makes me curious, like if you have any go-to snacks, because I feel like we're always looking for things to keep with us on the go. I often share my favorite bars that I like to have because those are so hard to find, like good ones. Like I love Epic Bars and Go Macro Bars. I love having blueberries and grapes and carrots, popcorn. I'm a big oh, yeah. popcorn person. So do you have any go-to snacks? Candy? Yeah. I mean, my list could go on. I what- see the Lara Bar. I love a good Lara Bar. Yes. The fruit and nut bars. I have also been known, like if I'm going on a road trip, Yes, that's right. I will bring a jar of peanut butter and then I'll bring apples, bananas, stuff like that. I I love a good like peanut butter and apple or peanut butter and banana. You know, even just if I need a meal on the go, there's different places near where I live that have like go-to done for you meals that you can just kind of pick up at a nutrition store um, that will have like pre-done meals that you can like throw it in the microwave and put it in a little, you know, cooler thing. And it won't be like super hot, but I'm also a big fan of, of snacking on the go. So a little bit of string cheese, never hurt anybody. Ooh, I like string cheese with <laughs> apple. Ooh, string cheese do, Yes. Apple. Cheese like- and apples to me go hand. Mm-hmm. I know you were saying like peanut butter yeah. and apples, Ooh. but cheese, any kind of like cheese really is good yeah. with an apple, even like a sharp cheddar. Ooh. Some people were even saying in this poll too, they fill up on snacks as an entire meal. At yeah. least three times a week, they just found that they've snacked so For much sure. that they're like, okay, check. Like that yeah. was my meal. I'm not even- Jerky is a good one. Hungry. That's why I like those <laughs> Epic Bars. Okay. The they- bison ones are my favorite. Anytime I eat it, it's so good. It's also got cranberries inside. And I'm like, man, I was really missing out when I was a vegetarian. Yeah, Which, totally. I mean, if you are a vegetarian, no For sure. offense, sorry, but- and they sell little little to-go packs of hard-boiled eggs too. Those are good. Oh, yeah. yeah. Those are good to keep on the go. Mm-hmm. If you were a kid in the 90s, which we were, there's some items that you maybe aren't able to find in stores, but you can buy on Amazon yeah. or they have made a return. And so I'll just go over some of these to see if you were into any of them. Yeah. Dunkaroos. Oh, I, that's the first thing that came to my mind mm-hmm. when you said 90s. So they disappeared in 2012, but now they're back. Yeah. So y'all can look for those. Okay. Airheads. Oh yeah. Earlier this month, the company that makes them tried to remind people that they still exist (laughs) by offering up a chicken sandwich with a bun made of airheads for national fried chicken day. So airheads has always been around. I only know this. I do feel like I thought maybe they disappeared, but I remember eating them so much as a kid, but we were at an arcade with our kids and they got a bunch of tickets and they decided to use all their tickets to buy airheads. So I have a bunch of airheads in my pantry. Oh yeah. And I didn't even know if those were still around. And then some other things that we were used to having that you can definitely find on Amazon are Big League Chew, Pop Rocks, Warheads, yes. Pixie Sticks. Yep. Oh my gosh, I used to down those. Oh, I feel yeah. like now if I were to eat a Pixie Stick, I would be like, oh, yeah, I can't too even much. right yeah. now. Too much. Gushers. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Technically, they were fruit gushers, but most people just said gushers. Mm-hmm. And then Fun Dip. Yes, mm-hmm. absolutely. Fun Dip, like 
my kids just, they don't even want the stick thing. Right. They just want to lick their finger, put it in there. Totally. Which I know you mentioned a jar of peanut butter. My daughter has claimed an entire jar at the house. It's just hers. Like we don't touch it because she loves to eat it with her finger. Yeah. And she doesn't want to have to dip anything else in there besides her finger. And so she's just claimed it. She's like, nobody eat out of this one. It's mine. Technically I had bought it. It was like a the cheapest peanut butter I could find to trap some mice Oh yeah, that are in my garage. Yep. And I don't want to do that yet. I still haven't set the traps because I really don't. If anybody else has any tips or maybe I could, I just want to rescue them. I don't want to hurt. Are they going to, is the trap going to kill them? I don't know. We just did this this week. You did? Yeah. Okay. So, so I need your tips. One of the sticky traps. Uh, I didn't know anything All about I know this. All I'm supposed to put peanut butter yeah. on it. So there's a little sticky trap and there's peanut butter on it. So I guess the trick is if you want to be humane about it yes. is do it in it. What happens is the trap traps them and they starve. So if you get uh. there right after they're trapped, you can set them free. But if you wait after they've been trapped for long, prolonged periods of time, they're, they are going to starve. So if you want to be humane about it, do it at a time when you're able to go back and check and check and see if the mouse is there. Okay. Well, I definitely don't want to kill any little creatures in my garage, but I do have a situation and we do need to get rid of it. So anyway, that's why I bought the peanut butter. But obviously I'm like, yeah, keep eating the peanut butter, Stashira, because I don't want to go trap You don't want to do it. No. Okay. Well, thanks for the Yeah. If you had asked me a week ago, I would have known nothing about it. This is a a hashtag right now problem. Hey, the more you know. (laughs) Adulting. Yes. Adulting. Okay, I have a list of things that people are embarrassed to buy. And I'm just going to rattle off the list that was in the article. And then you tell me if you are you would be embarrassed to buy this or not. Okay. Not saying that you've ever bought any of it. Right. You just have to just say- Hypothetically. Like, hypothetically, <laughs> if you had to go to the store and buy this product right now, okay. would you try to do self-checkout? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I know and what you're saying. And imagine back in the day before we, we didn't have right. self-checkout. So we had no choice. Yeah. We had to go through the line. Okay, so I'll go from the the least embarrassed to the most embarrassed. Cold sore treatment. I mean, sure, why not? Do it. You're okay with it. I'd be fine with okay. it. Okay, yeah. Uh, period products, so time of the month. Yeah, I'd be fine with that. Adult diapers for incontinence. I would be secure in my own youth enough to be like, yeah, I'll buy this. Pregnancy tests. I would probably be anxious about it and maybe a little cringy about it, but I would I would do it. Diarrhea relief. <laughs> same same answer. I would I would do it, but I probably wouldn't like it. Hemorrhoid cream. Same answer. I would probably like the, the scale of sweating under my armpits would go up with, yeah. with that with so each of these. <laughs> Oprah once said to put hemorrhoid cream under your eyes to okay. make them less puffy. Yeah. Way back in the day. So I started buying hemorrhoid cream because of that. And for whatever reason, because I knew I was buying it for my under eyes, yeah. I suddenly wasn't embarrassed yeah. to buy it. I just kind of threw it in with the rest of my stuff yeah. and called it a day. Totally. But I was like, this is for my under eyes. Right. Okay. This is for my friend. <laughs> no, uh, but I think also that goes with the adulting conversation. Like these are things that back in the day, I definitely would have cringed or would have not would have abstained or, Hey, you can order anything on Amazon now, but I think it does go with kind of that comfort level and that certainty in yourself where it's like, Hey, if somebody's judging me because of this, they're not my people. Yeah. Like you who know? cares? Uh, head lice treatment. Sure. No, it's Put happen. it on there. <laughs> Bed bug spray. Yeah. I'd buy it. Well, and then condoms. <laughs> Um, I mean, I would, you know, look around, make sure nobody was that I knew was there, but sure. Oh yeah. It's just some things honestly are just awkward to buy. I just along the same lines of this conversation, 
whenever I like say I was on my period and I knew, but I was like craving certain things like just foods, like ice cream and different whatever junk. That's all I really wanted. I didn't want lettuce or celery or anything else. But when I would go to check out, I would purposely go down the fresh produce aisle and throw some celery, maybe some carrots and grapes or something fresh in the mix so that when I was checking out, I wasn't judged for all of the ice cream that I was purchasing or the sweets. But it was like the person checking me out probably really doesn't care right at all. And if I'm buying tampons and I do have to do a checkout with someone, I much prefer a woman. Mm -hmm. It really doesn't matter. But I just feel like if I've got some 18 year old boy and I'm going through and I'm like, here's my tampons. I just still feel weird, but that's in my own head. It shouldn't matter. For sure. And it just shows like whatever's personal to you is going to have the most embarrassment. So I, as soon as you were saying that about checking out with like, obviously the work that I do around food shame and all that, like that was the thing for me. Like I would rather buy hemorrhoid cream than a box of Oreos. Because in my head, that was my form of shame. So I guess it matters like what's more personal to you, Mm -hmm. you know, is what's going to create the most, you know, awareness when you're at the checkout. That's a good point. That's something I haven't thought of in a very long time Mm -hmm. is knowing my reasoning behind buying the cookies. Like if I was buying a bunch of cookies to take to a party, I didn't think twice about it. I never, my brain was like, I'm buying cookies to go to a party. They're not thinking anything. I'm going to a party. But if I was buying a bunch of cookies for like a binge situation, I would be thinking like, oh my gosh, I can't believe they're probably wondering why I'm buying all these cookies. I I need to make up some lie that like I'm on my way to a party. Absolutely. And I wasn't. But it's weird. Like if I really was on my way to a party, I didn't worry about it. Absolutely. But that's the power of our thoughts, which you and I have talked about a million times. It's like the story we've given ourselves can directly affect how we feel in that moment. It can be the same exact, I'm still buying the same amount of cookies, but because I know that it's for, you know, not for a party, then I'm already feeling the judgment. Absolutely. Because our beliefs drive our behaviors. You know, what we're thinking in any given time, in any moment is going to drive our actions. And so if we are showing up with kind of, we're cringing over the Oreos, something in our beliefs is causing us to act and feel that way. Versus if we have no shame about it, it's for a party, all that, our beliefs about our our air quotes right to buy them or how it's fine to buy them or it's okay, again, is going to drive the way we show up. Hmm. Yeah. Just something to think about. Totally. Because I mean, that could be with anything. Just giving that as an example, but I hadn't thought about it mm-hmm. in a while. Me neither. Until yeah. you said that. And it's I'm a like, good oh awareness. my gosh. And I did. I used to do a little white lie to the cashier because I felt like I needed to justify why I was buying why yep. what I was buying. Totally <gasps> been there. Yeah. <gasps> Or like picking up to go food and maybe ordering, having ordered like multiple things that seem like they're more for more than one person, Uh but it wasn't. It was just for me. get two drinks and two sets of cutlery. Yes. Because I'm feeding more than, yeah, and you're not. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So if anybody else has done that, you're not alone. We get you. (laughs) We get you big time. And then I guess at the end of the day, nobody cares what you're buying So just get what you need to get and get out of there. But also amen for self-checkout and Amazon. (laughs) Yes, thank you. (laughs) All summer, the best time of the year usually doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices. But what if there was another way? With IKEA, your summer plans can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. At IKEA, everyone can have lounge chair access. No reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, 
They have all of the essentials that you need to soak up summer in style, no matter the size of your space. Start planning a better summer with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget. All right, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth that no matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you and how you manage them can really make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through things. Now, BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. BetterHelp.com. This festival and concert season will be all about the boots, and Tacova's is your stop before attending your next concert. All Tacova's boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tacova's has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink, and shop new styles. If you can't make it to a store, well, just go to tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Hey, it's Amy here to talk about St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. For 60 years, St. Jude doctors and researchers have helped push the overall childhood cancer survival rate from 20% to more than 80%. And we need your help getting that number to 100%. And most important, your support means that families never receive a bill from St. Jude for treatment, travel, housing, or food. That peace of mind means so, so much for these families. So join me in helping St. Jude in this fight. Become a partner in hope at musicgives.org. That's musicgives.org. 